Hello and welcome. My name is Kyle Nielsen, and this is How You Level Up, a podcast where I ask questions to help you become your best self. Today we ask, what is a personal philosophy? What is the value of having one? And how can you create one yourself? A personalized philosophy, eh? Well, before we know what your personalized version is, it's best to define philosophy for ourselves here, to have that distinction. You've 100% heard the word before, and you might imagine some old folks discussing the nature of things when hearing the word philosophy. And that's exactly what it is. Philosophy is the study of nature, of knowledge, and of values. Except it doesn't just have to be for old folks. Philosophy is the logical reasoning humans use to identify the principles of reality. And why would we personalize this? Well, it's like a filter that helps you make sense of your experiences, helps you make decisions about what you think is important, what you think is right or wrong, and helps you understand where you belong in the world. Your personal philosophy is iterative and revisable, meaning you will apply it over and over again to various situations, and when encountering new information, you might change it to fit new needs and new information. Your personal philosophy is a collection of guiding principles, almost like the Ten Commandments, and you can even include the Ten Commandments in your personal philosophy if you'd like. Your personal philosophy will cover your values and beliefs in a simple and concise principle, and these principles will set your priorities and create your expectations. What do I mean by this, though? Well, let's look at a simple example of a personal philosophy principle that sets a priority and an expectation. The personal philosophy principle of sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, states there are winners and losers. It states that there are times you will be victorious and times you will fail. It states that there are people who come out on top and people who are at the bottom. It means that you will take advantage of a situation and sometimes people will take advantage of your situation. This principle means if you want to win something, you're going to push hard for it. And if you win, you're going to be proud. So does that mean if you lose, you'll also be upset? Using the principle of sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, sets your expectations that losers deserve to lose because there were other people who were better and worked harder to win. If we're being honest, it's a very close-minded principle. An iteration we spoke on before about this principle is that sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. An alternative principle is that failure is feedback. This moves the principle from closed-minded to open-minded, as there is never a loss you cannot find value in. There is never a time when you need to hang your head low because you feel bad for yourself. 
You can always grow from your experiences. You are always becoming better, stronger, or smarter. This is a principle that I hold dear and I enact in my personal philosophy. Another example of a personal philosophy principle is the obstacle is the way. This states there will be obstacles in your life and you must go through them. You must face them. And instead of running away from these obstacles, these obstacles are part of the path that you must take. For the writer and philosopher Ryan Holiday, this principle, the obstacle is the way, is so ingrained as a personal philosophy to him that he wrote a book all about why the obstacle is the way, and he has it tattooed on his left forearm. For Holiday, clearly, this principle is important to him, so he lives it, breathes it, and inked it on his arm. He wrote a book about how to apply it to your own life because he so deeply believes everyone can and should do this. Believe the obstacle is the way. For this principle, what priorities and expectations might follow? When someone with this principle faces an obstacle or a challenge, they're going to gear up and analyze the issue. They're going to think hard about how they can resolve it. They're not going to be afraid of it because they know this is the way. To believe in themselves and their abilities to know that whatever the obstacle is, they are meant to go through it. That's part of the philosophy too. That's a powerful mindset. And it's an awesome expectation to have. The expectation of knowing you can handle what life gives you regardless of what it is. Can this be taken to an extreme? Sure, it can. Like any individual who believes they can handle everything alone, that they don't need anyone else to handle their obstacle. But that's not exactly what this principle is stating. And someone might fall trapped to that. The principle itself is simple and concise. How one applies and uses the principle can sometimes use context. If your personal philosophy is strong, it will define who you are and what you stand up for. So how can you create one? To start, ask yourself a few questions. What impact do I want to make on others? Who do I want to help using my skills? Asking yourself these questions honestly and sincerely will stir up some ideas of things you'd like to do, actions you'd like to take. Ask yourself, for those I respect and admire, what are their principles? Which of their principles jive with my own values? Mentorship is an important part of life, of growth, and of becoming your very best. There is nothing wrong with adopting personal philosophy principles from those you admire. You are still unique if you have 10 principles that define your personal philosophy and each one is from a different person you look up to. Ask yourself, what do I value in my own life? What things do I frequently go back to as being important? In thinking about what you value in life, you will find recurring themes. Some of the recurring themes in my life that have come up time and time again are about failure, 
mindsets, and happiness. I can take those themes and uncover the principle, the treasures within them. The principles I have found here for these three themes is that failure is feedback, stress is a driver, and happiness is a journey. You can identify themes in your life too. Ask yourself, what do I want to create, change, or preserve? What are my objectives or the things I want to do while I'm alive? There is much that is unique about you. You have a driving force, a passion, something that makes you authentic and reveals your true self. There are principles to identify in there too. And finally ask yourself, what type of person do I want to be? The type of person you want to be, you aim to be, you dream to be, this is a principle. You can be that person today. You just have to know what the difference is between you and that you. Is it discipline? Is it honesty? Is it compassion? Is it strength? You can choose to apply a principle and be your future self today. And if you're not sure what to aim towards, ask your friends and family to describe you in two or three adjectives. Ask a number of people how they would describe you to others. Make a list of those descriptions and then review them for synergies. Did they strike a chord with you? Did any of them jive with you? How might you help them see who you are if they're not syncing up with what you think of yourself? Knowing how your friends and family describe you, think of you, will help you to formulate if you're on the right track or if you've got some work to do on configuring your trajectory. So to recap, we're asking five different things. What impact do you want to have on others? This is about your relationship with others. What are the principles of those I admire? This is about your relationship with mentors. What are the recurring themes in my life? This is about your relationship with your history. What do I want to create, change, or preserve? This is about your relationship with the future. And what type of person do I want to be? This is your relationship with yourself today. The questions you ask yourself will bring about many different ideas. They will create lots of principles for you to consider, to weigh as maybe some of the principles you want to include in your personal philosophy. You can list them, revise them, think about them if they work for you or don't work, and put them into practice. If you find along the way that one of the principles isn't working like you want it to, then revise it. There's no harm in applying a principle, seeing a little bit of feedback on it, and then putting in some work to change it. This is an ongoing process throughout the rest of your life. Your personal philosophy principles will guide your actions. These principles will create consistency in your behavior. They will help you understand your character in various situations. They will encourage collaboration with those you work with, and they will deepen the relationships you spend time on. 
Your personal philosophy is a filter that helps you to make sense of your experiences, helps you to make decisions about what is important in life. It shapes who you are and how you see the world like a gentle influence over your thoughts, emotions, and actions. Developing a personal philosophy can be helpful in many ways. It can give you a sense of direction, and it can bring you purpose. So what is it that you stand for? What do you want to do? Who do you want to be? What is your personal philosophy? Thank you for listening to another episode. If you're enjoying the show, open up the app you're listening to this on and hit the like or subscribe button and give a five-star rating. At least twice a week, you'll find a new episode asking you a new question so you can strengthen your emotional independence, improve your communication skills, and upgrade your personal philosophy. So if there's a question you'd like me to dive into next, send it to any of these social media accounts connected in the show notes here. This is all about how you level up.